Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I got a, a brand new guest in the clubhouse today. I've had a chance to talk to him. I'm very excited about this. It's a team that we've talked about before, but I'm excited to have a new, fresh voice uh, to be added to this team. So, Brian, how are you this afternoon or this evening, I should say? Hey, Bill, I'm doing great. Uh, suffering a little bit of baseball withdrawal right now, uh, watching some NFL playoffs, but I'm a Steeler fan. My team didn't make it. So, you know, I'm watching football to hold me over till I think February 17th when pitchers and catchers report. <laughs> there you go. Not a moment too soon. We're all going uh, through that. Yes. Sir. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I, before we get started, top fans, I, I want to remind you to go to topfanrivalry.com. Click right there on the front page where it says watch uh, party events. We've got phenomenal watch parties. If you're in Southern California, please know that there's going to be one in Anaheim. There's going to be one in Fountain Valley for Dodgers Angels uh, Freeway Series. There's going to be one for the Angels and A's. We're going to do one in San Diego. We're going to do one in San Francisco. We booked out a date and a location in Atlanta, Georgia, for when the, the Phillies are playing the Braves um, in Philadelphia. We're going to do a Houston one. We're going to do one in Boston. We're going to do one in Philadelphia. We're going to do one in New York. So we're going to be all over the place this year. So please click on there. Let us know uh, if you want to be there. Register ahead of time. Uh, we'll provide some stuff depending on the venue. Sometimes they'll let us provide drink tickets. Sometimes they'll let us provide appetizers. We'll let you know if there's a cover to it. We'll just keep you posted. But make sure you click on there and check it out. Now, done with the commercial. Brian, let's start with you. Who is your favorite baseball team? I, I mean, I already know the answer. Everybody's a Dodger fan, right? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Brian. What what team are you a fan of? Uh, you know, that Dodger team, no. Uh, I, I respect them. I respect them. We, we ch chatted about that. I respect the Dodgers. They're a heck of a team. I'm a Phillies fan. I've been a yeah. Phillies fan. And I think 1976, uh, I have a story. I found a Dick Allen baseball card, 1976 tops baseball card. One of my older brothers is the winner. They never taken their cards, but, uh, I, I saw Dick Allen. I was maybe five years old. I didn't know anything about Dick Allen. Only thing I knew, look at the back of the card. I knew what HRs meant home runs. And he had a lot of HRs. So therefore, and I looked at the front of that 1976 top stick Allen card, and he was this man. He just looked, all I can say is he looked cool. He had that red Phillies jacket on, the warm-up jacket uh, with the big P on it. Just looked like a man who knew he was going to hit a home run. He had a lot of HRs. And I said, I'm a Phillies fan. Didn't know anything about it. So that's how I became a Phillies fan. Nice. I love it. I, You know, that's my favorite uh, favorite question or favorite uh, thing to ask people is because it always comes back to my brother or my uncle or my cousin or my grandpa or my dad or my mom and it's always a lot of fun to to hear those stories that's that's phenomenal so then that leads me into my next question so favorite player current and favorite player of all time they don't have to be phillies but they very much can be who are your favorite players Okay, well, obviously, I'm, I grew up in the 70, late 70s, early 80s, so Mike Schmidt was a natural. But Manny Trio, the second baseman, who was the Gold Glove second baseman, and in the NLCAS, he basically brought the comeback versus a really good Astros team to go to the World Series versus the Wills. Uh, I'd say Manny Trio, uh, Mike Schmidt, and then the one that always gets a little bit of a kick is, I'm going to hold up his card, is Warren Brewster. Okay, the 1978 tops Warren Brewster. 
And the reason I liked Warren Brewster so much as a kid, I hated him because he looked mean. Okay, I was a seven-year-old kid. I wanted to see a smiling baseball card photo, and Warren Brewster looked like he was mean, like he was going to throw at somebody, <laughs> hit him in the head. I was like, I don't like this guy, right? So what I've come to find out, he's a really nice guy. I've actually kind of connected with him and his family. He sent me autographs. I've told him the story. He thinks it's funny. So now I have three favorite players, Mike Schmidt, Manny Trio, and Warren Brewster. I love it. I, You know, and every time I think of Mike Schmidt, I think of when he hit number 500. And yes, Michael Jackson bit, touch them all, right? Yes, Harry Dallas. Harry Dallas, yes. touch them all. Yeah, that all. was a great, great. Yep. Moment, um, you know, what a great. And the Phillies were in the blues. You know, there's powder blues. Yeah, I I want one of those jerseys. And one of my things that I'm doing with Pop Fan is I'm going to travel to to all 30 stadiums and buy a retro hat for whatever, you know, team, you know, some teams like the Dodgers, their retro hat is a Brooklyn hat, right? I mean, they've had the same logo the whole time. Um, but, you know, the Phillies have gone through a number of different colors and things like that. And I want to buy a retro jersey. And yeah. so I want the powder blue, the baby blue jersey, you know, walk around with that bad boy on. That's such a sharp look. They had for a while in the like one or two seasons of the 80s, they wore the maroon, they were all maroon. Now, I'm not a fan of that, but I've seen them and I can see how like retro people were like, it's it's cool. Maybe not my look, but I, I can see how people can say, hey, that's kind of a cool look that that maroon jersey with the they didn't wear it very long though. No, I, and that maroon jersey always cracked me up because I don't know if you you probably do, but it had a zipper. It was a zipper front. <laughs> Absolutely. And I always kept thinking, man, you slide head first. If you're a guy like Pete Rose and you slide head first and you're wearing a zipper, doesn't that hurt? But a rip up chest, you would think. Yeah. I don't think Pete Rose thought about stuff like that, though. No. He just he just played. And whether you loved Pete Rose or hated Pete Rose, and I can see both sides of the story. When he's your guy, you loved him, you know. My grandmother hated Pete Rose. She would like that that guy spiking the ball and like like they should get that hot dog out of there. I was like, Grandma, he's just an intense player. No, he's not. And my grandmother was not one to swear, but she would unleash a torrent when Pete Rose was involved. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, Pete. You know, and and we all have those. And, and it's a good thing your grandmother. Um, it's a good thing your grandmother may not be paying attention now because, I mean, now you have all these bat flips and all this. Yeah. These guys that are acting like a fool, right? Yeah. I I, I get being exuberant, and I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't – I'm not one to like to show up my – look, if you hit Harper hit against the Padres, it's hard not to be exuberant, right? But if you hit a – Point, uh, not no home runs, pointless, but a home run in the fifth inning of game ninety three. You really have to do a big bat flip, you know, there and show up your. your opponent. I mean, you're 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 lucky. Lucky if the next guy doesn't drill you in the ear. I mean, yeah. just it is. Yeah, you know, I don't mind the emotions of the game. I don't yeah. mind those emotions, and I, you know, especially for the for the Latin players who, who are kind of raised that way. Sometimes some of the players are raised down, you know, in the DR, the PR. Or, you know, the places where, you know, you do showboat a little bit, you, you run around the bases, you put your hands up or whatever. But I'm also from the old school or I want to see somebody do that to Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. The only, can I, can I say something? The only person I ever saw do that to Nolan Ryan was Pete Rose. He drew a walk in the game, in the eighth inning of game five of the NLCS. And when he drew that walk, he 
went out towards the mound, pitcher's mound, to go to first base. And I thought anybody but Pete Rose gets drilled the next time. And I mean, I, I'm still amazed Ryan didn't drill him the first pitch next season. But Pete Rose could do that. But uh, I, there's I, there's very, very few Pete Rose type players out there. I still remember the All-Star game when Randy Johnson was pitching and John Crook, your boy. My right? boy. Yes. It was up there in the All-Star game, and he was like, he couldn't get out of that batter's box quick enough, oh. and he just took three strikes. He didn't even care. He got out of there. He's like, I'm alive. John Crook and I went to the same junior college. Uh, John Crook and I have several common friends. I've met him probably on 10 separate back when he was before he became real big with you know got with the Phillies got real big I met him coming up through the minors met him when he was with the Padres and when he first got traded to the Phillies and then after he got with the Phillies became a big star I think he left the little town Kaiser West Virginia moved up towards Philadelphia or New York or New Jersey somewhere up in the, the northeast to be where the media is but that guy what you see with John Cruck is what you get that is John Cruck there's not an act he is a fun-loving goofball that's yeah. John Cruck and his yeah. dad, Mo, just was the exact same way. I love it. You got to love that stuff. You got to love that stuff. All right, so we talked about players. Let's talk about ballparks. So where have you been? What ballparks have you attended in your in your life? Okay, well, starting off, the first one I remember that was Old Three River Stadium with the Pirates. I'm about two, I'm located about two and a half hours from Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and D.C., so it's about two and a half hours each way. So Three Rivers, uh, I'm trying to go with the older ones first, Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. Uh, and then Camden Yards, I've been at too, obviously. Uh, the PNC Park in Pittsburgh, uh, which is which I think is the best park in baseball. I'm a Phillies fan, but you sit up in the upper deck in PNC, you're looking out across the river, and the sun starts going down, reflecting off those buildings. It's the most beautiful view in baseball. I've been to the vet, which was a dump, and I've been to Citizens Bank, and as much as I'm a Phillies fan, It's not the most, it's, it's okay special. I've been to Nats, Nationals Park. I've been to, let me say, Fenway. And I've been to the launching pad when it was Atlanta Fulton County stand. So those were the mostly East Coast where I'm located. I love to get to Wrigley. Love to get to Chavez Ravine, you know, out West. I love to get out to Seattle. I just love the Pacific Northwest. I'd like to get out there and see those ballparks. And minor leagues, I can't even begin to tell you. Anywhere in the minor leagues that's drivable in the Northeast, I've been there. Okay. Nice. So let me ask you this question then, because you just said I would love to. So let's just say this summer, June, I'm just making this up, right? June, uh, you have a month off of work. You have unlimited resources. You can only attend five baseball parks, which uh, that you haven't been to. Where are you going to go? Wrigley, Chavez okay. Ravine. Uh I would like to go to uh, Seattle. Is it Safe Safeco Field in Seattle? Is that the safe? Is it Safeco in Seattle? It's now T-Mobile Park, but yeah, that, it used to be Safeco. Yeah, right, right. Um, see that that's interesting. Uh, definitely out west, maybe uh, where the Rockies play, just because I really like Arizona. You know, uh, I can't think of the name of their stadium. And um, uh, oh, geez, what, what's what's the name of the Giants stadium? I've gone blind. AT and T. AT&T Park, yes. Yeah, I'd like to see that with uh, McCovey Cove. You know, I, I think that just looked – I would have loved to go to Old Candlestick, especially on a foggy night. That would have been really, really cool to watch a game there. froze my backside off, but I think froze that would have been really – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would have froze your backyards off. That's for sure. Yes. That's for sure. That's for sure. Be, those would be yeah. the stadiums 
I want to see. Uh, more out to the West, Chicago being about the closest to me, and then hit the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good ballparks out there. Uh, I assume you've been over – have you been to Cincinnati's ballpark, Great American? No. Oh, and I, that's something that – it's drivable for doing it this summer. Yes, that would be one I might, I might consider doing this summer. Yeah, yeah. It's – you know, I've been to some of the ballparks in the what I'll call the Midwest slash the first part of the East Coast, so to speak. Um, I've been to uh, Co-America, and that's a gorgeous ballpark. Uh, not yes. in an awesome neighborhood, but it's a, in a gorgeous ballpark. Um, I've been outside of Wrigley. I've never been inside. I, you know, I was there before a game one day, and um, but it wasn't open. Uh, but there's a lot of good ballparks. Coors Field in Colorado, Chase Field, like you mentioned in Arizona. I've been to Chase Field in Arizona. Um, it is an attraction. It's not a baseball stadium. It's an attraction. Okay. It has um, a swing out in the outfield right is that the, the same yeah. sort yes yeah 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 if you ever want to get an experience where you feel like your life is in your hands um and i i say this tongue-in-cheek but go down to the tropicana field at in tampa bay it's the weirdest dome i've ever been in you walk in and you think if something happens i'm not gonna be able to get out of here yes this this isn't awesome i don't like this <laughs> my best it. friend my best friend is a huge race fan and he, he goes to Tampa three or four times a year and he always gets, tries to get me to go down there. And he says it is, well, the Phils of course played the world series there back in 08. And you can see, and there's no amenities to it all. It reminds you of like one of the cookie cutters from, you know, the seventies and the eighties, but maybe even less charming than those. <laughs> it was. So I went to a game. <clears throat> I was visiting some family that were back there. I went to a game back there and um, it was a twilight game. It started, at, it was a weird start time. It was like a 5.05, something weird. And it wasn't a nationally televised event. It was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I asked my aunt, I said, hey, who are they playing? She said, the Yankees. I said, oh, okay. And it was the year that Rivera was retiring. So I thought, okay, this, and we had good seats. Um, but when the sun goes down and it's kind of like that twilight time, sure. the Different than the Astrodome, where it was a black back, a uh, black sky, so to speak, and then they had the lights. This is a white dome. So I watched Brett Gardner play center field a number of times, look up at a ball and shake his head and go, I can't see it. And it bounces right in front of him. And so different state, even, even I've, I've talked to another race fan and he just shakes his head and goes, yeah, what the heck? Uh. Terrible. Yeah. Can I add can I add Kansas City to my stadiums I'd like to go to? Absolutely. That's a stadium ever since I've been a kid and they had the waterfalls. And of course my brother being a Royals fan, he, he surely let me he surely told me how much better that the uh the Royal Stadium was than the vet, which again, the vet was a dump. I mean it was my dump, but it was a dump. <laughs> yeah. You don't care if it, if it's a dump, it's like it's my dump, it's my team. But, and we have we have a jail in our in our in, in our stadium. That tells you something about like going to the vet. That's the, that. If you want to sum up the vet experience the best, there's a jail in the stadium. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. And actually, if you've never been there, Brian, you need to get there because rumor has it that the city just approved a new stadium closer yeah. to the city. So I guess they're gonna they the Royals are only gonna play there for two more seasons. Rumor has it. And they're building a new stadium and they're going to tear that one down. 
Oh man, that's it's beautiful. I mean, that, what a what a timeless stadium, you know. And those '80s Royals teams just on that turf, just running like Willie Wilson and Frank White and UL Washington, just running the bases in that George stadium. Brett. George George Bet slapping the ball over all over God's creation. There, I mean, what what teams they had? Yeah, anyway. they did. They did. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, you know, I, I will tell you my my favorite experience attending a game or attending a stadium was actually in Fenway. Um, you said you've been to Fenway, right? What a cool place. Yeah. Cool place. And so we took the tour. Uh, it was during the World Series, the last time the Red Sox won the World Series. I think it was 2013. Um, we took a tour. Uh, the guy that was giving the tour was such a Red Sox homer, like to the extreme. And, you know, at the end of the tour, we're, we're on this mezzanine area. We're looking down at the one red seat, the longest home run in Red Sox history. Right. And there was a couple of Yankee fans that were on the tour because he asked, how, how many Yankee fans are here? How many blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. So and this nice couple, um, you know, grandma and grandpa age couple are Yankee fans. And I looked at my wife, I said, watch this. And she goes, no, 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 whatever you do, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I said, no, no, just watch this, we're going to have some fun. So I went and I stood over by the Yankee fans. And the guy said, is there any other questions before we end the tour? And I said, sure, I got one. And he says, yeah, okay. I said, so if this is Fisk pull, you know, because Carlton Fisk from 1975, you know, making the ball fair. Sure. If this is Fisk pull and this is Penske yeah. pull here, um, is that Bucky Dent monster? And Brian, <laughs> you should have seen this guy's face. He went from smiles oh, I, to a frown. And the Yankee fans were laughing so hard, I thought they were going to wet their pants. And my wife looks at me and she goes, undo it. Whatever you just did, undo it, undo it, undo it. <laughs> I'm like, so when we got out of the stadium, I told her the story. And she's like, yeah, you're not nice, are you? I said, he deserved it. It was fun. The only thing it, I would add, I would add it is this. Bucky bleeping dent green monster. Yeah, because yeah, that's in Boston. He he still is. Yeah, he is bleeping, and you can figure. Uh, but he he'll never. And you know what? I can remember it was such a big deal. I was maybe at first, second grade, and my teachers that day wheeled. And I didn't live anywhere near Boston or New York, but my teacher wheeled a TV into the classroom, and we watched the game in the classroom in second grade. I remember that as vividly as anything. You know, they you hear these stories, right? They're funny stories. You hear these stories of these athletes, you know, some guys never have to pay for a meal. Like Aaron Judge is he can walk into any restaurant in Manhattan. They're not gonna charge him for the meal, right? They just want to take a few pictures with him and say, Hey, Aaron Judge ate here. I think right? he can afford it, right? Yeah, he can afford it. He can afford it, but they're not gonna charge him. Yeah. It's and so I always wonder what it would be like for Bucky Dent to go someplace in Boston. Dude, we're charging you double. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I thought it's Bucky Dent. I would eat because, like, someone might do something. Like, the emotions get so high. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, risk eating a burger if I didn't see somebody making it if I was Bucky Dent. Like, no. Or at least I would not tell anybody I was Bucky Dent. At this point, yeah, Bucky's I, probably I, in a set. Yeah, have Bucky's your wife ordered or something. Right. Yeah, have your wife. And then you the walk in person. later. How's it going, fellas? <laughs> I'm a I'm a Richard T. Dent, you know, whatever his real name might be. Just don't call me Bucky. Whatever you do, don't call me Bucky. Yeah, just not in Boston, not in Boston. All right, my friend. Final question for you. So we've talked about 
how you became a Phillies fan. We talked about um, your favorite players, which were phenomenal players. We talked about your travels, which don't get me wrong. You've hit a lot of ballparks. I'm impressed. What are you looking forward to most in the 2023 season? You guys had a big acquisition in Trey Turner. Um, Trey Turner, Tom Walker, uh, Greg Rosoto. Yep. Uh, yep. uh, Kimball. So I, I'm not a Phillies homer, but my Phils, but I'm, I'm, I'm objective. I think we can, for the first time since, I think since 2011, I'm going to predict the Phillies to win the division. So I'm really looking forward to the year. Not, it's not going to be easy. The Braves are a heck of a good team. I mean, they're loaded with young homegrown talent. You just got to respect that, that talent lineup. The Mets, I mean, love them or hate them. I mean, they, uh, Steve Cohen is not afraid to spend money. So it's not going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be knockdown drag out in the NL East. But I think this is the year that my Phils are going to win the division. And I'm looking forward. I'd love to see him get a great run into the playoffs World Series. But other than that, you know, Padres just interest me. They have, they have such a stacked top six or seven in their lineup. You know, I think the, the Padres Dodgers is going to be a, a, blood brawl out there in the out west uh and you, know, you don't know what the giants are going to do they, they had a down year uh interesting if they come back you know i don't follow as much american league but i do keep my eye on the orioles you know they got a lot of young talent in baltimore uh ownership not great uh best thing that happened there is that the angelos sold that team and because that was too proud of a franchise to see i'd like to see that orioles team take that young talent and take the next step but again, they got the Yankees in front of them. They got the Rays, got the Blue Jays. So it's hard to elevate in that division. But I think the Orioles got some. So I'm curious to watch them. Uh, I'd love to see the Pirates do something, but I don't think they're ever going to because they just won't spend any money. And I, I'm also I have a soft spot for the Oakland A's, but I think I think that might be one of the worst baseball teams like in my lifetime. Like yeah, I can't even tell you. I have to really think about somebody that's on the A's right now. That's how bad it is. So uh, there's a lot of little storylines I'm interested to see. But Trey Turner, you you hit it from the get-go. Before this year, I said, if you had asked me who's my favorite non-Philly, I would have said Trey Turner. Now, I can't believe he's going to be our starting shortstop. So what a dynamic offensive and defensive player to put in your lineup. You know, let him bat lead off. You know, I like Schwarber, but let don't clog up the bases with Schwarber. Let Trey Turner do be Trey Turner wreak havoc at the top of the lineup and let's have some fun this year being a phil's fan you know this is last year was fun let's build on it i love it i love it i love it we um it was tough to watch him go here in la but you guys have a dynamic crew you guys are gonna get bryce harper back and and i just i you know i don't doubt you on your prediction i really don't i the men spend a lot of money uncle stevie isn't afraid to spend money right. over there apparently um and uh, and the Braves just always seem to make waves wherever they go. Your division and the National League West in the National League are going to be fun to watch. Yes, the Central is going to be down. I think you know. Uh, I think the Cardinals are definitely the you know, the Cubs have made some moves. I think they could be an interesting team this year. Uh, I don't think the Pirates will do much of anything because of the Pirates, the Reds. Reds don't want to spend money. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it, it's going to be a fun year. The East and the West, man, they're going to be, they're going to be brutal. And then whoever comes out of them, you, you got to play the other teams in the playoffs. So you're going to see them again, you know. You know, the scary thing, the, the scary thing about both of those divisions, right, is now that every team plays all other 29 teams, 
you have a chance really to boost your record. What I mean by that <clears throat> is your Phillies are going to get a chance to play yeah. the A's. The A's are going to lose 100 games this season, right? They're going to get a chance to play the Tigers. The Tigers are going to lose 100 games this season. Um, they're going to get a chance to play that American League Central where not much Those teams aren't very good, right? The Guardians, the Guardians, and that's about it. Yeah, well, White Sox, White Sox yeah. made some moves, and then they just lost one of their – or are going to lose one of their pitchers. Yeah, domestic abuse. I saw that. That's terrible. Yeah, that's, that's terrible bad stuff. news. But but you look at it, and, and from that perspective, I mean, I, I get excited about that. I think, okay, well, Dodgers are going to play the A's. Dodgers are going to play certain teams. you got to beat up on those teams so that – when you're playing the teams that you need to beat in order to be competitive, you've got a strategic advantage. You know, we're going to play the Diamondbacks 13 times this season. You guys are going to play the Marlins 13 times this season. You got to, you got to win 10 out of those 13 games. You know, the funny thing, last few seasons, the Marlins have been a bane of our existence. Like we were supposed to beat the Marlins and then we lose two out of three. Yep. But but you, exactly, and Colorado they, they does have that. Have these letdowns like you said, you get Colorado's your team. Yeah, that does it. Yeah, every year, and and so here's if you're ever in a cocktail party and you want to tell a good baseball cocktail party joke, say, name the only player in baseball history who actually had hit a home run, was called out on the base pass. And got an RBI. I don't know. And I the answer is Cody Bellinger. Really? Didn't know that. What happened? What was the what's the situation? So Cody Bellinger, um, Justin Turner was on first base. Cody Bellinger hit the ball out of the yard, but when he hit it, the left fielder went back and jumped up, and Justin actually thought he caught it. So Justin ran back. Cody huh? passed him on the baseline, passed him on the base pass. So Cody was called out, right? Instead of getting a home run because right. he passed Justin, and Justin could run for as long as he wanted because the ball was out right. of play. So Cody actually hit a home run, was called out on the base pass, and uh, got an RBI for it. That's interesting. And can I can I throw in there? I love Justin Turner. Like that guy. You talk about a professional hitter. He looks like a garden gnome. And he, he that guy could get out of bed and hit three twenty. Like he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And he's just a good human being. I, that one was. If you asked, if you pulled a hundred Dodger fans, which part of this offseason hurt the most? They're going to tell you Justin Turner. You signed somebody to kind of replace him. Who was the replace? They signed someone who was going to be. We signed Rojas out of the the um, uh, Marlins organization, but he's hurt, right? And we signed JD Martinez. JD, yeah, from the Boston, yeah, from Boston. But uh, again, you know, I I joke about this because I'm going to go to I'm going to go. We're doing a watch party in Boston the night before the Dodgers get there and it's going to be the Red Sox and the Astros in Houston. We're going to do it in Boston, do a nice top 10 watch party. And then uh, the next night I'm going to go to the game. And I was joking with some of my Boston friends and I said, yeah, I'm going to go to the game between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Boston Red Sox, the Los Angeles. (laughs) And they laughed and they said, what do you mean? And I said, you have all of our people now. You have Justin, you have Kiki, you have Alex Verdugo, you have, Kenley Jansen, I'm like, 
if there's anybody else you want from our organization, just let us know. I'll tell you, Kent, uh, Jansen with the pitch clock, that could be interesting because he is the slowest worker of any pitcher ever. And that 20-second pitch clock, I want to see what that's. Oh, no, 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 no. What about that Valdez kid from Houston? Houston. Him. Yeah, about- he's slow, too. That kid. Yeah. I mean, that you literally, in between pitches, you can go for a burger and fries. I used to joke, if Jansen ever was pitching to Nomar Garcia Parra, they would have ripped a hole in the space-time continuum because Jansen would take forever to pitch, and Garcia Parra would step out of the box for like 33 seconds. Yeah, there's batting. Oh, like, just just get in the box, Nomar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the human rain delay after Mike Hargrove. Mike Hargrove human was rain delay. I love yeah, that. He was the original human rain delay, but Garcia Parra took it to all new level. He did. He did. Well, Brian, I appreciate you coming on to our podcast. Can we have you on again? Thank Get you. Get you with a group of guys. Look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to chatting. And like I said, Jerry Royster, I'll give you two two good games. After the third game, I'm going 0 for 4 with the Golden Sombrero, man. So no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remember that. So we'll only have you on for a couple of times this season, and then we'll wait till next season until the, the clock check resets. Out- Check out some baseball cards. Yeah. And and Top Fan Thanks, Rivalry man. followers, when this airs, um, we will make sure that we tag uh, Brian in it. Check out his site. He's got a lot of fun stuff there. And he does a lot of funny uh, things on his site, too. So check out his Instagram page. And and we'll make sure that you know exactly um, you know where to find him and to follow him. So, Brian, we're going to make sure we have you on again. We're going to try to get you some followers. And thank we you, just sir. appreciate the time tonight. Hey, and have a good day. And thank you very much. It was my pleasure. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.